Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Blue Jay Tay TV. I am Blue Jay Tay. I hope you guys had an amazing couple days. I was been supposed to post this episode like, yeah, probably like two days ago, but I'm finally doing it now. I had a lot of stuff going on and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But regardless of all that, welcome back to my podcast and let's get started. Cheers. So this week's episode is about the butterfly effect. I don't know if you guys remember the butterfly effect. I want to say, I know it was Ashton Kutcher and Amy Smart, which was awesome. Um, I can't remember what year it came out in, so forgive me, you guys. I wrote it down. don't remember where I put it. But the point is, that movie is so prevalent to today. It is such a deep movie. And at the end of the day, it was interesting to see how the movie played out. Now, there's two different endings. Let me get this out the way right now, because I really, really have to say this. I loathe the... Uh, I want to say it's the theatrical ending. I think that is the one. And the only ending I ever seen was, I guess it was the director's cut. And that's when, um, you know, he ends up going back in time, t- basically telling her some crazy stuff. Katie, Kaylee, excuse me. And she ends up running away and he's just like, bye. And then, you know, it fast forwards and shows you his life and how everybody prevailed since he wasn't in their lives and things like that. And then there is another ending where basically he's like a baby and his mama's giving birth and he like chokes himself with the umbilical cord and kills himself. (laughs) Let me just get this off my chest now. That was the worst ending I've ever seen in my life. And I just saw that because I have the DVD. Yes, I still watch DVDs. Fight me. But I watched the DVD and I was just kind of like, I didn't even know that was, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. That was a terrible ending because I don't feel like it gave him justice. I feel like it was just like a weird self-sacrifice thing. I think the ending that I know of makes way more sense because he goes back in time and he completely diminishes anything that they had between each other. Um, even though it's kind of like that weird deja vu feeling like, okay, I think we used to have something or I think there's something about you that speaks to me, that kind of thing. But you know, it was for the best because all those changes were creating new issues. So I'll start with him as a child. He had a very tragic childhood. He's has so many blackouts where he's just there one minute and the next minute he's like confused about why he's in a certain place, why he, you know, why is he holding certain things? Like the one part where he's like holding a knife and his mom's like, what the hell? It's like 2.5 seconds of her walking out the room of him just sitting down coloring and come back and he's holding a knife and he cannot remember. That seems to be a really reoccurring theme in this movie until he becomes an adult. So, you know, he has, he's friends with Kaylee and her brother Tommy and Lenny, who is the other friend, he's like the, you know, the, I'm putting the quotations on that, that overweight, getting bullied type of friend. It was so weird. But the point is that all these kids have like pretty much tragic lives. And Kaylee's dad, Kaylee and Tommy's dad is basically sexually abusing them. And it's just really sad to watch. Um, Especially for me as a parent, because when you send your kids somewhere, that's the last thing you think is going on or the last thing you want to think is going on. And then it happens. And then you're just kind of like, you know, in her case, she didn't know because nobody was saying anything. And it was just it was crazy. But Tommy 
as you can tell, especially with the end of that episode, Tommy was just a messed up person. And I think a good portion of it was because of his father, you know, sexually abusing them. And I think a big uh, character trait of his of protecting Kaylee from even Evan, who was supposed to be his friend, which is Ashton Kutcher, by the way. I think that he wanted to protect her from everybody because, you know, sometimes in situations with siblings, you feel like we are all we have. And especially in a world where the person who's supposed to protect you the most is the person that is literally hurting you. So I've, I've dealt with that in different ways. Like I have a best friend who she's very protective of her brother. And for a long time, I I couldn't understand some things that she was upset about that I'm not going to mention. But the point is, is that we had a really deep talk. Um, I think it was the day of her mom's memorial because her mother passed away. God rest her soul. Um, But we were talking and she broke down some things to me and it made me realize, okay, I get that. I I completely and utterly, now I'm understanding why you are that protective over him. So the point is, so that's, I'm saying all that to say, I understand why Tommy was so crazy over Kaylee because it's like, that's all I have and you're not gonna take that away from me. He even kind of says that to him when he's like, there's a million other, uh, sisters in the world so why'd you have to fuck with mine like and it's just like it's in his mind he can't understand it but again they're kids so he, of course he's not gonna be able to understand it but that I feel like that was why he was acting like that um Lenny was a really good friend he tried to be as helpful as possible um but I feel like he was just destined to not fail but just destined to be in that situation where he was just stuck And I feel like one of the biggest reasons why is because even though we see characters in movies or shows that are bigger than their opponents, he was very soft spoken, very scared. And it was just, it was kind of sad to watch, especially because of the way that Tommy was. He was so sadistic. Um, well, okay, so I have to get this off my chest. So one thing that will always bother me is Tommy was so small, okay? And shout out to that little boy. I can't remember his name. Shout out to him for playing Tommy because I saw him in plenty of things and he does his roles really well. But Tommy is like four foot nine and everybody is literally five, two and beyond when it comes to him. And nobody put him, nobody kicked his ass. Like nobody. And I get he was sadistic and all that stuff, but like even the guy in the movie theater, even though it was a well-deserved ass whooping because why would you do that to him? Like trip him? But it's like, Dude, this kid is whooping your ass. Like, don't me wrong. I understand that he like hit him in the face with a pole, but you mean to tell me that 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 movie theater pole was strong enough to keep you from being able to really kick this kid's ass? And his girlfriend, Jesus, whoop! You're there for nothing. Like, why on God's green earth would you just let him get beat up like that? She didn't even jump in. She just kept screaming like that was gonna make a difference. It was not gonna make that man stop. Like, bye. <laughs> at that I, I do not understand that him Evan Lenny I don't understand why anybody like just was so terrified of him I'm like this man is so small I'm not saying that you can't be small and with power because I'm only five two but it's and I'll I'll definitely kick your ass but it's it's a simple thing of why can't you just fight back like nobody attempted to fight this kid back it, it didn't make any sense um I'll tell you one of the saddest well 
yeah one of because there's a lot of sad moments in this movie this movie is actually pretty dark to be honest with you and it was my first movie that i ever saw with asha or any tv anything that i saw asha kutcher and it was actually really dark like that um and the guy i do not remember his name for nothing but um i can't remember his freaking name gunther i think that's his name was but that was his roommate super goth loved it definitely about that goth life but he <laughs> i remember him from boy meets world when he was playing playing frankie he he was a, actually to me a good addition to that especially about when he first told him like yo you might not want to do this you can wake up a lot more fucked up than you are now i really appreciated him saying that to him so but yeah one of the saddest moments they were gonna go blow a mailbox up with some dynamite you know he blocks out has no clue what's going on but basically we end up finding out because you could say that he changed the past but i don't think he did but you end up finding out um that the mailbox blew up and it killed the woman and her baby okay so even though technically at the end she gets saved her and the baby i just don't understand why nobody could have ran up and said there's dynamite in your mailbox everybody just said oh my gosh no please uh." like it's just it makes more sense to be like hey there's dynamite in your mailbox move like you know what i mean like i don't know there was just a lot of we could have prevented this but we didn't moments and that's probably like a reoccurring theme when i think about it in this movie is a bunch of we could have stopped it but we decided not to um and that was that was evan's mom's last straw where she was like we're out of here and i get it i would have done the same thing like being around these kids whether it's you or them or both it's it's becoming an issue with y'all being around each other so no um would you see him later on college actually great student like living his best life (sighs) he go he has a date with this chick goes to his notebook she wants him to read this extremely awfully dark journal entry i okay listen i'm into a lot of things okay like i said i'm gothic as all hell but i also have a very bright side of me i love creepypastas i am in love with horror movies i am just infantilized with the dark side of things i don't think i would ever want a man to read me his traumatic stories and i'm not saying tell not tell me about it i'm very open to any man expressing his emotions i feel like a lot of that's a lot of women's problems that they don't want a man to express his emotions i however want you to what i don't want you to do is as he's reading how dark this is and even he kind of looks uncomfortable and i get she's like that's okay like yeah no just kind of be like you know what let's just not go there tonight let's just do something else you know what i mean you guys originally came back there to have sex so it's kind of like well vab killer (laughs) but even after you know he has his first immediate like random flashback and he's in that mode and he wakes up tripping and she's just like (laughs) yeah you pass out like do you always do that and i'm just kind of like girl like she i don't know that girl was weird to me like there's just something about that scenario that just didn't sit right with me um and when he goes to see kaylee i'll never forget uh my older sister when i first watched that when we were younger 
and the guy kind of like she was a waitress or whatever and the guy kind of touched her butt and she just kind of you know and i'm like why she let him do that and then she was just like well i mean she's been used to allowing people to touch her like that you know well not allowing but you know what i mean like her father has been doing it all her all her life so she just feels like you know i'll just smile and walk away like but he's like talking to her and he's mentioning stuff to her and i get that he's on a different path but i feel like almost in a way he kind of healed from that from his past a little bit and she clearly did not so like you know sometimes when you talk to people when they've gone through trauma and traumatic incidences you kind of open up a very bad wound or you tear open a wound that's already not healed and i feel like that's what evan did in that moment which resulted in her killing herself and it was definitely dark and depressing and i just from that point on it's just a roller coaster of him going back in time changing this changing that but again when you change one thing you change everything you change the course of how life is supposed to go which is why i believe that God did not allow us to be able to time travel because you would literally change the entire course of your life and you would have changed memories that you wouldn't even remember because you didn't literally live through them like through the lens that you're living through them right now. But that's kind of what Eva did and it seemed like he was, he almost slipped back into that childish mode where he was desperately trying to make things better. So... It, it was just kind of like, you know, and it, it was nice to see the difference in changes. Like when he lost his arms, <laughs> when Tommy was a good guy and Kaylee was with Lenny and, you know, and, or his, when his mom was, you know, his mom was a smoker when he was with Kaylee, but him and Gunther was not friends anymore. That's what I'm saying. It was so awesome to see that. It, it really 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 was and it that was the that was the point I feel of the movie is that whatever happens in your life whatever is a traumatic event that goes on in your life you cannot go back and change it but you can move forward and that's all you really have in this world is to be able to move forward from anything that is devastating to you I've had a lot of traumatic things happen to me and trust me, there's so many days that I've wanted to start over and be like, nope, I'm done. Like I, I need to go back and change it, but you cannot change it. Or like in his dad's case, he's like, you can't play God. You know, you just can't do that. Side note, let me talk about his dad. Um, so apparently his dad had the same issue. If I say um one more time, you know, his dad has the same issues or the same powers, I guess, quote unquote, that he has so that moment where he's in the hospital seeing his dad and his dad's trying to choke him out it's because his dad knows he's gonna cause a huge issue if he keeps going back in time and trying to change things and i believe that's what his dad was doing and that is why and i think he did say that but that is why he was there and it, it was just crazy to see that and i mean let me just say this the negligence at a hospital. I get he's trying to choke his own son out, but I mean, they beat him on the back of his head until he died. I'm like, Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? So he probably ultimately saved his dad's life too. But, you know, he was not getting it. Like, Evan just was not getting it at that time. I think he was in the 
what would I call it when characters get like that? They're in full-blown fight-or-flight mode, kind of, where they're just like, I have to do this, and I have to do it now, and I can't stop, and I gotta keep going and going and going, and it's just like, you're hitting a brick wall. You're trying to do the same thing. It's almost like, and Deja Vu is literally my favorite movie. I like, as far as just a general genre of movies, because I love horror movies, you know what I'm saying? That is my favorite movie. And one thing he said in there, it would definitely applies to this movie. And he's, what did he say? I mean, let me paraphrase it. I don't want to like misconstrue it, even though I pretty much know that movie like the back of my hand. But he said, yeah, we changed one thing, but by changing one thing, we didn't change anything. And that was the lesson that Evan, need, he finally understood being in the hospital and watching, you know, his brain, you know, expanding his skull, like having issues. It was just kind of like, after all the stuff that I've done, I now realize I, I wasn't doing any body any good by doing that and he knew by being with Kaylee it was gonna make her it was gonna turn her into a bad scenario because he could not be with her happily and have Tommy happy it wasn't gonna work like that and because of everything that was going on you know he couldn't have Gunther and have Kaylee and have Tommy it wasn't gonna work like that or and and Lenny too it just was not gonna work like that so it was nice like at the end when you know he finally was just like said that threatening stuff to her and walked off and then found out that she ended up going to go you know they end up going to go live with their mom so their dad who was clearly a child molester and all that stuff it was just really nice to see um, and even at the end when they saw each other and it was just kind of like, they both kind of looked when the other one was turned around, like, what? Like, I, I know you, I, I, or well, in his eyes, he definitely know her because he remembers all that stuff. But in her eyes, I know she's like, hold on. Like, you know, again, like that feeling of, I know there's a connection there, but I can't pinpoint it because he's pretty much erased all the memory he's, that she's ever, ever would have had of her, him, excuse me. But so... All in all, I feel like this movie, to me, is highly underrated. I don't hear a lot of people talk about it. Um, it was crazy because I was listening to one of the, uh, one of the podcasts. I mean, yeah, one of the YouTube channels that I follow. And when they were talking about Degrassi and they were like, you know, the fandom isn't as strong. Or there's a couple of them that said the fan- fandom isn't really as big as people think it is. And I'm like, what? Because every time I, I mean, but if you do Google it or YouTube it, should I say, you probably won't find that many podcast episodes on it, that many videos, that many, you know, compilations. And so maybe they are right. But to me, that show was very prevalent. It, It was popular. So, yeah. But there's a lot of movies that don't get enough praise to me. Like this one doesn't. Um, Mine, Mine Hunters doesn't with, um, oh, I can't remember his name for nothing right now. There's so many people in there that I know. And the only person I can think of at the top of my head is L. Cool J. But that is an ensemble, a great ensemble of cast. Like, you know, um, Val Kilmer and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a great ensemble. But the point is, that is a movie that to me is really good and really underrated. There's a lot of really underrated movies and TV shows. And I will definitely be talking about them for sure. But with that being said, this is going to be probably my shortest episode. But stay awesome, stay sweet, stay beautiful. 
I love you guys. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>